Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Alarmy. Before we get started, we wanted to make sure you heard the big news. The Alarmist has joined Patreon. Patreon subscribers will get access to our content ad-free, as well as our aftermath post-interview discussion and final verdict. We'll also be putting out additional bonus episodes and other fun stuff. Here's a preview of Guest Alarmist, where I step aside and let a guest walk us through a personal tragedy, and together the Alarmist crew figures out who's to blame. Here's a preview of our Little Alarms series, only available on Patreon. Yeah. I believe this. I really do believe okay. we're all doing our best. Sure. Um, I can think of a few people who I think should try a little harder. <laughs> <laughs> now that I said that out loud, but in general, you really want to get into it. <laughs> you might start to rethink that. Be careful. Yeah. <laughs> Go to patreoncom slash the alarmist and subscribe today. Now on to our episode. I was born with a special gift, the ability to mentally transform any situation into the worst case scenario in my own brain. My therapist calls my gift catastrophizing. And that's why I'm uniquely qualified to scrutinize and analyze history's greatest disasters and find out who's to blame. They say history repeats itself. Not on my watch. My name is Rebecca Delgado-Smith and I am The Alarmist. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to The Alarmist, a comedy podcast where we talk about history's greatest tragedies and figure out who's to blame. Today we're discussing, did video kill the radio star? Here's what you need to know. Music was played on radio waves since the first broadcast in 1906 when Reginald Fassenden played Oh Holy Night on the violin just before reading a Bible verse. Good evening. This is Professor Reginald A. Fessenden speaking to you from Brant Rock, Massachusetts, at the Tower of the... For decades, radio was the primary source of access to music for millions of people across the country. In 1928, Edwin H. Armstrong invented FM, or frequency modulation, with better quality and less static than its predecessor, AM, or amplitude modulation. 
radio's popularity blew up in the 50s and 60s when the FCC opened up more channels to broadcasters and FM radios became less expensive. The Billboard charts, started in Billboard magazine in 1913, would combine record sales with radio airplay to determine the most popular songs on a weekly basis. If you were a musician and you wanted to reach a broad audience, you'd need to be on the radio. Your song would need to be played on shows hosted by popular DJs like Alan Freed, who famously coined the phrase rock and roll. Hello, everybody. How are you all? This is yours truly, Alan Freed. Get your dancing shoes on and welcome to the rock and roll dance party. Freed broke artists like Chuck Berry, Little Richard, and Buddy Holly. That was up until the cable television revolution. It was August 1st, 1981, at midnight, that MTV, a cable channel dedicated to music, introduced itself to the world. And the selection they made to provide their opening salvo was a song by the English new wave band, The Bugles, aptly titled, Video Killed the Radio Star. Although it struggled in its early years, MTV disrupted how popular music reached listeners in America, and cities that carried the network saw huge spikes in record sales of artists who had music videos. Soon, all the cable companies were offering MTV in their sales packages. Musicians who wanted to reach a wide audience saw the potential in MTV. Music videos brought huge success to the careers of Michael Jackson, Madonna, Nirvana, and gave new life to veteran performers like ZZ Top, Peter Gabriel, and Tina Turner. They also became a new kind of art form, and marketing budgets were used to make elaborate and exciting videos. It was advertising and filmmaking rolled into one. VJs, or video disc jockeys, rivaled DJs as the musical tastemakers of the time. Today, if you tuned into MTV, the odds you'd see a music video are slim. The way we consume music has changed drastically with the popularity of social media, streaming services, YouTube, Spotify, and more. So the question we're wondering is, did the Bugles have it right? Did video kill the radio star? Fun facts, a.k.a. death stats. Personal music consumption began in 1889 when pre-recorded phonographs were first sold in the markets. The Bugles broke up less than two years after the release of Video Killed the Radio Star. On February 27, 2000, MTV aired its one millionth video. They chose to air The Bugles, Video Killed the Radio Star. The second video to air was You Better Run by Pat Benatar. In 2016, it was reported that 93% of the population still tuned into the radio at least once a week. With us today, we have producer Clayton Early. Hello. Fact checker Chris Smith. Hi. And our very special guest today is Susie Banakaram. Hi, Susie. Hi, thanks for having me. We're so excited to have you on the show. Uh, just so our listeners know, Susie is the co-host of the podcast In Retrospect with Jessica Bennett. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about your show? Yeah, so Jessica and I have been friends forever since we were little media babies together. We're both journalists. She's at the Times now as a columnist. Mm. And this podcast came from a lot of conversations we had. Late at night, we're both pop culture junkies. So we look back at pop culture moments from the 80s and 90s, things we loved, but through a modern lens to mm -hmm. sort of ask ourselves what they taught us and whether or not that was good. Usually the answer is no. Um, and and sort of what it means to look back on them. We're trying really hard not to be scolding in any way because these are all things we loved, you know. So we're not trying to be like everything is bad, but it is just funny to look back on things and realize that things that landed a certain way, like we just did an episode 
about Dawson's Creek and mm. I hadn't watched it since, you know, it aired the first time yeah. and I had completely forgotten that there was this love affair in quotes between Pacey and his 30 yes. six yes. year old teacher. That's how they drew you in. <laughs> that right? was Wasn't literally that the yeah. first episode. Yes. It started. Yes, yeah. it started in the beginning. It like goes through basically the entire first season, most of the first season and it's presented as like a love story, yeah. <laughs> you know, which like in <laughs> retrospect, you're like, no pun intended, or I guess pun intended. Yeah. So those are the kinds of things we're looking at. And it's been really fun. I mean, I'm definitely learning a lot about things that I thought I already knew. So that's yes. always like a fun exercise. I love that mm. so, so much. We recently mm. had a, 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 an experience with the Lorena Bobbitt case. Oh, we yeah. Were, that's a great example. We were just, you know, rehashing it and being like, whoa, I definitely remembered it totally different. and, and Differently. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, sold to like, us um, differently in a yes. way. Yes. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, part of the show is just inherently media criticism because you can't help right. but like look back and be like, why were they covering it like this? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we're journalists. <laughs> so it's not like we're free of any guilt on this category, but it really does show you like we did Amy Fisher, which is mm. similar to the Lorena Bobbitt story. It's like she was sold as this like teen harlot. But I mean, she had a. 38 year old boyfriend I mean it was right. like not that's not your boyfriend right. that's your right. statutory rapist <laughs> yes. you know I mean? it's like, wow. so it's just interesting sort of how these stories get flattened and you think oh this story I know it so well and then you discover so many weird little details well I recommend our listeners check you guys out um Susie we start off the show by asking our guests what is something that's recently alarming you what's something that's keeping you up at night I mean, I just feel like in this moment, maybe the answer is like, what is not keeping me up at night? <laughs> because, And I have to thank your last few guests for not saying this, but like just the fact that we're about to enter World War Three feels yeah. like a good one or Brutal. the fact that we're like dancing near the edge of another Trump candidacy. Like it feels like everything mm -hmm. is keeping yeah. me up at night. Um, but yeah. lately it's actually mostly anxiety dreams. That's what's keeping me up oh. at night. I have like really intense anxiety dreams about the strangest things. Last night, Elon Musk was running a weed shop in my anxiety dream. Ooh. I guess I was like worried he was going to ruin weed the way he ruined <laughs> Twitter. Like, I don't know what was yes. happening. Whoa. <laughs> yes. yeah. away. He's trying to ruin all the things I love. So I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, that'll That's keep really up. stressful, honestly. I know. I, I have like really genuinely the strangest anxiety dream. So that's mine. That's my real one, even though everything else is also terrible. Well, <laughs> welcome to the family. We're yeah. so happy you're here. <laughs> Your real life trauma is leading to bizarro anxiety dreams. And yeah. Yeah. Amazing. We support and, it. And now we get to dive into... You know, this is actually one of our lighter episodes. There's no no actual death, even though killing is in the title. <laughs> <laughs> but even before we jump in, I feel like we need to discuss what we're actually blaming here. Right. Yeah. Right? This is like a somewhat of a departure for us slightly, right? But I It's like a ponderance, it. really. It's like yeah. we're asking a question. Did Do we think it? Did it kill, kill okay. the radio star? It's a little more high pitched yeah. than usual. Yeah. Did did the video kill the radio star? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> and if so, um, who's yes. to blame, right? And if yeah. so, who's to blame? Yes. So right. it's a two it's a two pronged uh, attack Dis discuss. here. Okay, discussion. <laughs> I wonder, you know, Susie, if you, if there's any like old school music videos that you watch that you now feel like are maybe problematic, that might be a fun thing for. Oh yeah. Oh, in oh that's a great <laughs> question. I mean, I think there are so many, but the one that just like pops into my head is that um, Robin Thicke song. Do you remember that? Yes. yes. That's like the rapiest song ever, yes. and the video was also equally pretty. And I, I'm pretty sure that the model in that came forward and said he was actually like, he kind of um, assaulted her during it. Yeah. So well, I, mean, I don't lines, know, we should probably right? fact blurred check lines. that or have legal check that or whatever. <laughs> but um, <laughs> that one feels like a really obvious choice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Blurred Lines got that, it got immediate blowback too. I mean, there was, yeah. it was, it was almost instant, uh, instant blowback. It was rough. It was a rough song, but like so popular. I mean, it got a yeah. little bit of blowback, but not enough not to be like, I think, 
Didn't him and Miley Cyrus do like the big number that year on MTV? Yeah, oh my yeah. God. that time yeah. she was probably like <laughs> sixteen or something. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Looking back, I'm sure we would watch that performance and be like, "Oh no!" Oh, I I know. There's so much music that even like lines and music. I I was recently hearing the, that Pitbull song that says. Grab somebody sexy, tell them, hey, <laughs> give me everything tonight. <laughs> I think about that more I than know. I Lyrics, should. He probably means consensually. <laughs> <laughs> he does not specify. Yeah. He doesn't specify, but I'm sure in his mind he's like with consent. <laughs> yeah. It should be grab somebody sexy. Is this okay? <laughs> and then they should say yes. And then you say, give me then, everything. Then uh, give me everything yeah. tonight. Yeah. Exactly. Also, like, Only if you. You want to, <laughs> and a little is fine too. <laughs> Doesn't yeah, have to be, to be everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so you know how the question is: How did videos affect the music industry, and how did they affect the radio industry in, in particular? Mm. I th- I feel like we can start off by putting MTV right up on the board. Yeah, mm-hmm. seems appropriate. Sure. And, you know, there's there's an obvious connection here. This is where the um, the video video killed the radio star first aired. This is the first music television channel. Um, And let's hear a little let's get into the history for a second, because I also think we can we might have to put New Zealand Upon the board. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm I can't intrigued. wait to hear how that yeah. comes up. Interesting. <laughs> Do tell. Great tease. <laughs> so this is from Everything 80s podcast. Uh, as pop culture had started to really explode in the 60s, music primarily from America and the UK was starting to be spread all over the world. Music videos did not exist yet, and to see a band on TV meant having to watch a live performance. Mm. Since New Zealand was so far away, it made promoting yourself and your music pretty difficult. A solution arose when the New Zealand Broadcasting Corporation started working with record labels. They figured out it would work best for the labels to supply promotional music clips that they could play on air for no charge their artists would now get this extra exposure in in a remote and english-speaking part of the world without having to make the super long trip to get there and that was just a few years this is me speaking now that was just a few years before mtv got started and at first you know that was the idea you send us this promotional video of your band we're going to play it on mtv and you're going to get eyes and ears on 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 your you know labels would get eyes and ears on their their clients music so the new zealand broadcast corporation would just you're saying that they would make clips of bands that they represented mm-hmm. and just send it for internal use basically like industrial videos pretty much i think i don't know i've never i i i didn't w- watch them but <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> you weren't in New Zealand at that time. I don't think they were like speaking about themselves. I think it was like them playing their music. Uh, but I wonder like, if they like played it on a talk show. Like they were like, "Oh, here's this band," and then they played it as if they were there, or if they just played a, the random clips. Good question, because I think that they had already started to do some shows. Um, around the, the the world that were like just like music shows mm, uh, right. I know there was a, a a show in the UK I forget I want to say it was like pop charts or something like that um, I forget what it, the title was but uh, they would present that week's top 20 uh, pop uh, songs, songs? yeah sure, and sure. and the artist would come and play play live live but right. that was more of a live performance right so right. that was happening and and we did have that um you know in other shows you know that's oh, how the yeah. beatles got famous and yeah i mean i wonder if these little videos too are kind of like planting seeds and like the executives of tomorrow who are like oh these kind of these little video clips are like kind of uh effective like mm-hmm. maybe we should do more of these you know i don't know who knows mm-hmm is that how solid gold worked? I'm trying to remember because I remember that being on TV when I was little, but I don't, but like that was just like people playing their songs and then people dancing to them, right? Or was that just taped songs? 
What is know, Solid vari- Gold? It was a variety show. Okay. Oh, Solid Gold was like um the 80s version of American Bandstand. Right. Yeah. Just, just like, you know what I mean? It was like people, but it was like very jazzy. It's a lot of jazz dancing. Oh, if I that's remember cool. <laughs> Not jazzy like jazz music, like jazzy like jazz hands. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, like, yeah, like what is that? Like it was sort of. Oh, like almost musical like it was theatering? like dance numbers. Like, yeah. Yeah. Or, but like, like Gloria Gaynor would sing like, like "I Will Survive" oh, and right, they'd be like right. dancing or you know stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, like like not Star Search, but like because these were like these were like the stars of the day doing their yeah. songs. But it was like look at this okay, musical so variety this was, show. This was like and this was like a dance choreographed dance that they would bring on the show versus like Soul Train where they would play the music and people would just dance just to dance. it. No, I think people there was some choreography, but there was also just like people dancing just in the audience. Through, yeah. Yes, well. oh. they were called like Solid Gold Dancers. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I know wow. this because they referenced that on the Golden Girls in an episode, and I always I <laughs> like, what does that mean? <laughs> I mean, I actually like remember seeing it, so I guess I dated myself, but I do remember being very, very young. Yeah, like, yeah. Basically yes. in yes. the womb. Oh my god, you could barely speak. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I definitely, I was definitely just a baby. Like, yes. <laughs> well, we should definitely put solid, solid gold up on the board as like. Boy, if somebody must have seen that and been like, we can improve on this, can't yeah. we? We have to be able to. Right. So we already have New Zealand and solid gold. We've yeah. got a yes. lot of suspects already. <laughs> well, I can see how um, as a, a, a television producer, the, the uh, amount of work that goes into doing a show like Solid Gold is so much more than just literally putting you know they they would do like change vhs tapes right and it's like they would play the same uh music videos over and over um oh yeah like i'm sure we all have one that comes to mind when you think of like an 80s even like a star singular video oh yeah i mean by the by the time i started watching mtv where they were also you know i i feel like they had love line they had other they had they were starting to expand branch out they were um but you, they were still playing the same videos over it. That was still. Oh, yeah. Well, part. like all the Michael Jackson videos, like Beat It and yes. Thriller. Yes, big time. I mean, honestly, we probably should put Thriller on the board, right? We should. Like, thriller, <laughs> like, I mean, I feel like Thriller is the most famous video of all time. It was like practically a little movie. I and thought, then, you know, for many years, I thought that it was a, a snippet of an actual feature length oh, film. And funny. I was like, where do I oh. find the feature length? Because it felt like it was too big to just be a music video. Yeah. Well, there's no, a history yeah. behind that um, thriller video going on MTV as well. So mm-hmm. in the beginning, they mostly, you know, they they marketed themselves as like a rock and roll music television mm-hmm. um yeah sh- uh, television uh, channel the first words out right out the gate were ladies and gentlemen uh this is rock and roll uh i believe that was the oh. is that um, really the first that feels right even if it's yeah. not right we're just gonna pretend it's right no, I, no I, it's, I, I'm it's, actually it's close. almost almost I know it says, ladies and ge- gentlemen, rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say. Yeah. But keep going because this is uh, interesting how it sort of shifted. Is yeah. This what you're getting? So, yes, exactly. So, the history there is uh, they mostly played rock and roll videos and they realized that, first of all, their, um, their audience was, was much younger than they had expected. It's, sure. It was like something like 14 to 24 or something. So yeah, what were they students. expecting? Like 50-year-olds? Like yeah. home from I think work? they thought like, it was like an adult. Because if you look at the first VJs, mind you, it's the 80s, so everyone looks 20 years older than they really yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> but That's they true. literally look That's like true. they're... I mean, they look like they're in the 40s. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. 20s. Everyone in the 80s was wearing a blazer. I never thought about that until no. this moment. Yeah. <laughs> Big so hair. True. Yeah. They Shoulder pads. Aged. Totally. The, aged up for some reason yeah yeah the vibe was very like try and look older that's interesting i've never thought about it but you're right mm-hmm. who was the famous one was it kurt loader was he the first one kurt he loader was, was early he did the, the news a lot he did the news. Yeah. yeah he was a little bit later on though the original ones back in the 80s we have nina blackwood mark yes. goodman alan hunter uh yeah. martha quinn there was also downtown 
uh, Judy, Judy Brown. Brown. Julie Brown. Julie Brown. Downtown Julie Brown. Julie Brown. I, I, I called her Judy Brown. That's the first one I recognize, which does make me feel better. Because I'm like, I don't. I was too young to know the first one. Yeah, yeah. Mark yes. <laughs> yeah, but, but like to, to where you were going with that, Reeves, I think, and this sort of question at first of what... Oh, going we, to Thriller. Yeah, we digress. Well, yeah, but like when we think of MTV, we think, I think of, yeah, targeting to a younger audience and like Madonna and like Nirvana. But early on, it, I think it, they wanted it to be more of like college rock, like kind of not alt, but like like old oh. kind of like classic rock. I don't know if like it was classic, but definitely rock. Yeah. I, 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 Less I think alternative. Just, I think so. It's yeah, yeah. So. pretty alternative yeah. and like some new wave. emo, but right. yes, well, right. sort of like counterculture, right? Like they yes. were trying yeah. to be like cool, so you yeah, can't be like, right. you know, you can't be like cool and also of the time. Like you, pop music is very. I mean, I don't. I say this with love because I love pop music, but it's not cool. <laughs> As right. Taylor Swift once said in one of her songs, yeah. Yeah. his music is much cooler than mine. Yes, that's right. That's so, right. But yes, they were like, so, so they were like, okay, actually we have to start doing pop instead of rock and roll. Right. Right. And a big part, but, but then they would only in the beginning would only really focus on white artists white mm -hmm, pop mm -hmm, artists mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they would play i believe some tina turner um uh there were a few uh black artists that they played but it, it was not many at the time and they sometimes would play them you know it was 24-hour music and they would get you know put at like three in the morning or something like that um and there was this very up-and-coming uh artist you might have heard of him michael jackson <laughs> and the, the the label was trying to get him on, and uh, I believe there was also uh, uh, it, it started like they started creating this, not creating this narrative, but putting out you know this information, being like, hey, why is it that MTV isn't playing black artists? And people right. started taking notice, and other artists, particularly David Bowie. I guess had an interview with MTV and oh, you called them out for it. Called them out oh, for yeah. it, and that's it was amazing. Like, yeah, and it was a long, awkward uh, interview. <laughs> you right, know, yeah. but, but David Bowie did not stand back. He wanted he he pressed, and eventually they were trying to get. Uh, I think it was Beat It's uh, music video on, and they did, which is also a great music video. Unbelievable! I mean, it's great. So great. And yeah. then his next big music video was Thriller. And that Popped was off. a, you know, a, yeah. a, a moment in music history. Mm -hmm. And I think people wanted to see it more. And after that, I think uh, a lot, a, a lot of other black artists started being featured. I want to say Lionel, Lionel Richie was a big one that they featured. Uh, I'm sure there's a list that I'm, well, and once you get to I'm the 90s, reading. then you start getting into like your more R&B, like you're getting like Ice and then hip hop and starts. Cool yeah, Day. LL Cool yeah. J. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right, right. So it does have a, a as as many things do, it has a, a bit of a racist um, history uh, when it starts getting going. <laughs> cool, cool. Oops, surprised. A little bit That's racist. Great, great. <laughs> not surprised, right? So yeah. if you're asking, not, not great, but no. Yeah. <laughs> If you're asking, like, did it kill the radio star? Maybe some radio stars it killed, but then on the other hand, some radio stars it took and really amplified. That's a, that's right? a good point. It's true. That's yeah. a good true, point. True. I mean, because uh, it kind of it's like a it's a loop. Like you you're taking things from the radio that are popular. These people are trying to get more right. visibility. Their labels like give them more visibility so they get more popular. So they get a video with people like, wow, they look like that. I like their album. So now I'm going to go back and buy their album or want to listen to it more on the radio. But then you're kind of cutting out the artists who can't break into that yeah mm -hmm. well let's let's um first I, I hope we have thriller up on the road board yep yes it's there okay great <laughs> um and uh let's put up a, a need for globalization okay. this is from reader's oh. digest uk the music landscape of the 1980s 90s and early 2000s was 
deeply intertwined with MTV and TV and other TV channels dedicated to showing music videos, interviews with bands and artists and other content related to music. Artists like Michael Jackson, Madonna, Janet Jackson, Nirvana, David Bowie, and many more owe a lot of their success to their popular and far reaching music videos. The launch of which were huge events for music fans. Millions of people would tune into MTV at the same time to catch the premiere of new videos by mm. big stars. Mm-hmm. So that was like, it was like yeah. your Super Bowl. You know, yeah. <laughs> your I remember your, that it was like such a big deal, and they would do it like in prime time. If I'm remember, like it'd be like 8 p.m. on yes, countdown to this new video. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is from CNET. In its first year, penetration was relatively small, with MTV airing in just 1.5 million households. But by 1982, the second British invasion had begun, seeing a massive surge in popularity of British music in America thanks to being played on MTV. If radio were not to be killed by video, it had to adapt, and adapt it did. Listeners would phone radio stations requesting songs they had seen played on MTV. The fascination with British music would wane, but MTV's influence would remain firm for years to come, guiding the direction of popular music tastes. So essentially, there were videos on MTV that weren't being played on the radio, and so the people would then call the radio stations and be like, you need to play (laughs) this song. song. (laughs) So it was sort of like shifting what we were listening to. But that feels slightly different, right? Because that feels like what you're saying is MTV led to globalization, but it didn't, it wasn't like it killed that for the radio. It actually encouraged the radio to become more global. So that's actually probably helpful to radio. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Actually. It's true. So this is, this is where we, I have to answer the question. (laughs) Well, it also also seems like the artists who would adapt to this new media would, were the ones who were going to lead the pack. Right. So like if you Mm -hmm. were to be able Uh to create an amazing new video and create the buzz that comes, all the buzz that comes along with that, that would sort of, that would make your, that would raise your profile more so than writing a great song or just like getting notoriety on the radio. So, I mean, maybe it's like adaptation or, or you have a sec, you have a section where you talk about tech advent or something. Oh yeah. Well, we, it could just be the tech advancements of the eighties. Put that on the board. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, sure. I also feel like you seem very skeptical about that one. <laughs> Clayton, well, put yeah. it up on the board. I'm not sure it's it's okay. it's adaptation. You guys don't fight. <laughs> See what's happening. No, I was just thinking about what Chris was saying, and I was also just thinking, not fully formed thought, but how the you take the radio star, you then you you make a video, but it's not just like okay. it's also like the video the, the the video like really kind of like further branded the artist you know like sure it wasn't like that you just had a video it was like what what was your video what did it look like what was it doing and they got more and more kind of risque or like the ones that really stood out from the pack kind of like you know they set up expectations so then that like i don't know like it created a whole new relationship to the artist in the radio environment as well as it did in the video environment i don't know if that makes sense it makes talking yeah yeah yeah. no that makes sense sense. (laughs) i i feel like a way we can I'm, yeah, I guess what I'm just trying that. to say is, like, I'm just trying to say like it, it, it. To me, it's like the video is like really helping yes. the radio star ex- like expand <laughs> their brand. No, one, this might you're help. saying like one doesn't replace the other; it just like expands. Yeah, the yeah. It's like an amplification okay, of that's... what they're doing. This might Actually, help. Something else you yeah, said help. was interesting is that you were you. Someone mentioned Ed Sullivan. I think you mentioned Ed Sullivan earlier, mm-hmm. and then you talked about how this was the second British invasion. But if you look at the Beatles and Ed Sullivan. Mm. In a lot of ways, they could be on the board because they introduced sort of like the importance of television Power for television. establishing Put stars, them up. <laughs> the right? Beatles. Like the Beatles <laughs> are the first band that like everyone yeah. knew what the Beatles looked like, right? I got mm-hmm. news for you. John Lennon's already in the alarmist jail, so. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I can't put the Beatles in twice. That's like just makes me a bad person. <laughs> Too late, Susie. You already did it. Uh, what was he in there. it for well, before? It, for the breakup of the Beatles. We did oh. end up. Well, in fairness, I prefer to hear that John Lennon is in the jail rather than Yoko Ono. Right. Yes. 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 Fairly Oh, we 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 went that down that rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like this might help what you were saying, Clayton. Um, yes. Maybe the a human 
the fact that we have a human connection through a visual medium. Mm, I like that. <laughs> sure. are, you're right that some people are really visual learners. I'm a very visual learner. There you go. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are. Mm-hmm. Um, we get. Well, you, and also you're saying if humans feel more connected to people they've seen yes. or like you're, you become there's something that's like more feels more connected about watching someone. Exactly, Susie. That feels right. So how did I you mean, say it again, based Rebecca? on my deep scientific knowledge? <laughs> <laughs> Our human connection through a visual medium. And we should put that on the board, you think? Yes, please. This is from Teach Rock. It may be, however, that there is a human desire to see as one hears. For just as soon as Edison's invention revolutionized the experience of listening, the audience for those recordings wanted to see something as they listened. When technology for moving pictures emerged in 1890s, those images were immediately applied to music. Some suggest that the the first music video was created in 1894 by Joseph Stern and Edward Mark, who set a recording of their song, The Little Lost child to a moving slideshow and marketed it as an illustrated song. Though the average American did not yet own equipment to play a recording of the song, over 2 million copies of the sheet music of the little lost child were sold. Hmm. So people bought the sheet music so they could, I don't know, look through the video as they, as someone played the, Hmm. the, the song on piano. It's up on YouTube. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh? I know. So, so is, the little lost child going on the board. Like, do we blame this song? Because <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like maybe. Well, you we know? could blame the, uh, Joseph Stern and Edward Mark for the idea. <laughs> yeah, okay, <laughs> we'll put them on the board. Um, we got a lot of stuff on the board, you guys. We thought there wouldn't be someone to blame. But <laughs> this is going to be our longest. I mean, this lot could be a, this could be a, like a deep rabbit hole too. If you just talk about the visual medium of like moving pictures, because like. It is, there is some kind of psychological thing that happens like when you feel like you're connecting with somebody, but you're not, you know what I mean? Like it gets very sort of meta and weird if you go down that rabbit hole, but let's, let's go there. I mean, what else are we doing? (laughs) Let's, (laughs) yeah, I mean, let's go there. I mean, the other thing is, is, isn't the 80s sort of what, if I remember my poli sci classes correctly, when they started to realize, like, I feel like Reagan was the first candidate that realized that it almost didn't matter what the audio right. was, but as long as the visuals were patriotic, like as long as he was in front of flags or he mm. was that it it still had a net positive effect. Uh-huh. So mm. I guess there's something to be said for the fact that like even if you're not even listening to the music, but you're just seeing cool pictures and associating it with yeah. the artist, that you are just gonna have a net positive experience with That's that artist. Such a good point, Susie, that I hadn't thought of. Blame like and, and it's manipulative. It's advertising. Yeah, it's why it's every, advertising. It's literally that's why they try and get a visual image in any like there's product right. placement in everything you watch in every TV show. There's like a, a right. cereal box on the counter. That's specifically placed because brands want their stuff to be seen. And the more you are seen, whether you're a product or a person, the more you're in people's minds. And that's how you yeah. have the like the wow. cachet, the popularity. Look, there's a lot of stuff we have to put up uh, here. I'm going to go through like it. I just want to ask this question because I'm yeah. just, I feel like based on what we're saying, like I, I feel like we're at a point where maybe we, we kind of talk about, do we think the video killed the radio star? Because if not, if so, then who's to blame? If not, then who's to blame for what? To not killing the radio star or amplify it? Like what, what is it that we are... Who's going to jail today? Yeah, why are we putting these people up on the board? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Well, maybe we should continue before we... uh, pull the thread on that sweater. I think we should <laughs> we should just finish the board, and then when we go to the board, we'll okay. look, read it over and then sure. answer that question. Okay, okay. That okay. that gives me the visual from the Weezer video. Pull the thread as <laughs> yeah, I walk exactly. away. Is that yeah. what you're doing? Yeah. Okay, if you good. want to destroy yeah. the sweater of this podcast, yes, Clayton, <laughs> I'm trying to Weezer. Let's this at moment. least delay it. Let's at You're least... like you know what? Same star, radio star, radio star. There's nothing to talk about. Let's just scan it. <laughs> Let's just scan local like uh, uh, headlines and talk about that. <laughs> Great. Um, okay, I'm gonna put up the rise of Gen X. You know. Oh, all right. This is this is that generation. Um, I'll read some stuff real quick here. 
Uh, this is from Kartoffel Films. Whilst video was has undoubtedly had a colossal influence on the world, with internet users spending over 6.5 hours a week watching online videos in mm. 2019, radio is still very much alive and kicking. In fact, radio still reaches 89% of UK adults every week in 2020. Some may attribute the fi this figure with the fact that the older generations make up the majority of radio users. However, 77% of 15 to 24-year-olds still tune in on a weekly basis, suggesting that the medium is still enjoyed amongst all age groups. So the stats suggest that radio is still widely popular. Therefore, we must take a look at as to why radio wasn't, wasn't killed off by the arrival of widespread visual media and has in fact thrived during an age allegedly dominated by video. This is from Business Wire. The Gen Xers grew up in the 1980s and 90s listening to Pearl Jam, Smashing Pumpkins, Nirvana. Yes. They spent their childhood and adolescence watching MTV and The Cosby Show and identified with the characters in the movies The Breakfast Club and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Fully 46% were Fully, 46% were latchkey children whose parents both went to work. Mm. Here's what I'm taking away from this is okay. that essentially Gen Xers had had it with one form of media and this new hot medium came out on the market and they kind of like latched on to that, which... And and on the other hand, I feel like this newer, this younger generation of like Gen Zers, they have both options, and therefore they're not as biased over you know right. about one or the other. Right. They have radio. They have the visual. They don't really care if they're not wedded to one or the other. You're saying. Right. They they just have the option. So like Gen right. Gen X, they had the radio, and then suddenly they had MTV, and it's like. Like I need my fix, <laughs> you know. Right, right. I need my TV music. But I, when, so when it, wasn't that the slogan? Like I need I want my, my MTV. MTV. Yeah. I want my MTV. I want my MTV. Oh, and the reason they made it's a genius um, campaign that they came up with. Um, MTV was not included in many of the cable packages. Oh yes. of the time, oh, and so smart. that's how that's right. they got themselves into the cable packages. It was like from people requesting, I want my MTV included on there. Right. <laughs> oh, that's really smart. I didn't yeah. know that. Uh, I didn't know that either. But I think there's also an argument to be made that maybe it's the TikTok generation mm. that's killing the radio star. Because I just read this crazy, I think it's on the cover of Wired this week. Not that I read the physical magazine, but I read it online. But it's a story about this TikTok manager and how basically he'll find stars or, you know, would-be TikTok stars who are musicians. And then it's really that he games the algorithm that makes mm. them stars. So you think that, like, stars are organically being right. discovered on TikTok, but there's, like, this whole algorithm. I mean, he started as an SEO specialist. He's, wow. like, a digital marketer. Yes. And he's figured out how to game the TikTok system, and he has all these, like, rules and then, you know, he'll find someone and they'll have like 100,000 plays on Spotify. When he's done with them, they'll have like one point. Right. Million. So they have visibility. It's like right. He so he like knows brand. how to literally yeah. game the system to like create stars. I feel, Susie, I'm so glad you brought this up because I feel like that is the our, this next generation's version of what was happening back then in the 80s, which was the the new like the need or the desire for celebrityness, mm -hmm. you know, popularity yeah. over content or mm -hmm. or having something about like the whole package. <laughs> you you want to have the song, yeah. but you also want to make sure that the person singing you the song is like cool or hot or mm -hmm. you know fits or has right. like the right vibe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're sellable. How can we like upscale yeah. can we, how can we can sell them on like multiple scales? Like not just yes. the audio, like, like is there merchandise that we can like, are they mm -hmm. hot enough? Are they yeah. cool enough? Mm -hmm. You know what this is also making me think? I just want to get this in there. Susie, I'm so glad that you brought up the TikTok thing. If anything maybe killed the radio star, it is the Spotify's of the world because they couldn't well, make yeah. any money. All these radio stars, all they complain about now is how they can't make any money. And even the major stars who back in the day, like Mariah Carey was like, I used to make so much money and now I'm making like pennies on the dollar for these like streaming mm -hmm. things. So it's like, if anything's not helping radio stars trying to break in its streaming devices or services well 
it's the it was the dawn of Napster and the dawn of mm-hmm. space. Yeah, That's, there you go. Ba- basic, yes, exactly. Napster. Like basically, um, pirating, you know, yes. or just yeah, just like the fact that it was easy to pirate. So that goes um, back to technology, I guess. Huh? Music, yeah, became um like the put famous song "Everything Is put Free up, Now." Yeah. So put up Napster for and put sure. Up the guy who started Napster, but it's interesting approaching this topic with did video kill the radio star maybe not but what did or did something and shift the music industry so much so that it you know it it disrupted much it definitely disrupted disrupted. yeah you know like it it, we were like so it went from like a very like normal like you're you're just you get played on the radio and sometimes you're on like the ed sullivan show and then suddenly we had like videos and then we got technology and people could pirate your stuff and sell it and it's like oh suddenly you can't right. hang on to the, your art anymore. Sean, you know, Sean Parker was the guy who co-founded Napster. Oh, Sean Parker. He's yes. like the the villain in every story. He's oh, also really? the villain in the, the Facebook story. Oh, yeah. is he? Yeah, because oh, he's yeah, the one who like can he's I think in the movie Social Network, he said he's the one who says to Zuckerberg like a million dollars isn't cool. Like a billion dollars mm. is cool. Or is that I'm, I'm probably like, yeah, you, you know, right. messing yes. the lineup, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. The, I like it that way though. A million dollars yeah. isn't cool. <laughs> I like a slightly inaccurate yeah. reference. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um you know what I find ironic is that the the reason the the music industry leaned into the the video aspect of of songs and music was because like like we said, it, they could reach a wider audience without having to be on local television, without having to, um, sorry, my, our dogs are playing. So, uh, we're just going to keep this on the air because <laughs> there's, there's going to be too many of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I too feel many like our dogs moments. look exactly the same. Is that true? <laughs> yes. Very cute. Oh yeah. Yeah. They look kind of like a pack, um, yeah. <laughs> pack of brothers. Uh, so, That was, you know, they wanted to make more money. They wanted to sell more records by expanding the the net of people that they could sell to. But it kind of bit them in the uh, buttocks uh, Mm. because (laughs) that makes it somehow worse. Because then all of a sudden, I mean, that's what set them off in, into this new, new, uh, new phase where, um, they, uh, they started to lose money because they had no control over, uh, record sales, right? Mm. Because their, their, their music is constantly being played for free. And so why would they, would people need to uh, spend money on, on on their records. Now you have spot, and and now we have Spotify and all these things. And and ironically, the only way artists can now make music is by touring. So we're back right. to oh yeah, back to square true. one. Right. I mean, I feel like, and maybe this is too simple because it's like what we like to blame for everything, or at least me personally. <laughs> but maybe it's just capitalism. Oh my god! Oh, I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> I mean, I let's it. just call a spade a spade. <laughs> it's always capitalism. Yeah. That's what ruins yeah, everything. You're right. <laughs> you're right. Get or, it up on the board. Yes, we could say we could say late stage capitalism. That makes some people are really defensive about the capitalism word, but we could say that if you want. But I mean, I'm, I'm all not, about. I, I understand that benefits <laughs> yes. and you know i know why there are some aspects of capitalism we all enjoy yes but... of course <laughs> well, i guess we could call it like 80s capitalist capitalism just sure. to be specific yeah. just to be or specific. like reaganomics if we wanted to <laughs> oh, yeah. like throw in reagan for fun yeah. <laughs> sure there's a tie there there's yeah tie. i don't know what it is but again yeah. just feels right <laughs> um okay wait i'm gonna have to cut us off we're gonna have to take a quick break and then we'll start knocking things off the board Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Okay, who's to blame for if it's true that did video (laughs) kill the radio star (laughs) mtv new zealand solid gold thriller a need for globalization tech advancements of the 80s the beatles the ed sullivan show human connection through a visual medium joseph stern and edward mark the rise of generation x TikTok, Napster slash Saul Parker, capitalism or Reaganomics. <laughs> George Michael board. This is a great board. It's a really great Solid board. Solid gold is up on the board. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've done good work here today, you guys. Really they have. should hire us to break some like really big serial killers. Yes. <laughs> the four of us have a chemistry that cannot be denied. That's true. And, and you know that's all about chemistry. Who oh, cares yeah. about actually yeah, catching totally. the guy? <laughs> Or woman, yeah. or equal opportunity serial killer. Yes. <laughs> very, very less common, though, just yeah. saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so. So what's did, the, we got to tackle this. Maybe we should ask, did video kill the radio star first? Rebecca, what do you think? What's the best way to go about this? Yeah, I think we, we have to figure out if, if we're, if it did. And I, I here's what I think. It, it, in a sense, it did. And, and when we're talking about uh, artists who, you know, I'm trying to think of artists who maybe would not have been famous. Right. Or, like, you know, if it were not for their vid- music videos, right? Or, and vice versa. Like, maybe. Right. Who takes up that space if, if the videos aren't there? Yeah. It, it's like, it's not about image, it's more about the music. Right. And, yeah. It's a- you know, there's a, there are a lot of artists who well i guess inherently there are no longer any just radio stars yes so in that sense the radio star does no longer exist oh my so god it has been Very killed true. yes you're sense. right it has been killed yeah. right it's killed you have star. to be a multimedia star now yeah yeah you're so right. <laughs> that's but a great did, way of putting it yeah, yeah that's almost, a great way of putting it wow so we solved that. <laughs> Check. <laughs> we're we're we were just thinking about it wrong the whole time. And Susie just like, just like that, cleared it all up. I'm glad we waited till the, the last minute to uh, figure that one out. <laughs> My brain works slowly, but it gets there. <laughs> okay. So then okay. who's to blame? So yeah, so they're dead and we need to figure this out. So, so then if, if that's the case, I don't think the Beatles... Nah. No. And I don't, and poor Ed Sullivan. What did he do? We can take him off. Yeah. 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 I'm the one who suggested both of those, though. So I love how I'm like, yeah, (laughs) who did that? Who put those on the board? Moron. (laughs) What about New Zealand? Do you, I mean, that's like, it seems like could be planting a seed, but who, I mean, that's kind of speculative to say that that kind of then so many years later leads to. I think they they yeah. just wanted access. Yeah, they're just trying to break in. Yeah, so we can take New Zealand off. Um, Joseph Stern and Edward Mark they didn't like feature themselves in their paintings. 
That's of, a, that's right? a really that feels too cut. random. Yeah. Like yeah. it feels too far afield, you know? Yeah. I don't even know who those I can't even remember who those people are. They sing the song, <laughs> but the I don't even know. The sheet music, they the made, little yeah, lost child. Like, <laughs> these guys were born in like the, the industrial revolution. Yeah. Right? They were like, I've like already forgotten about these two. So sorry for these two men. What's the famous line like I don't know who this man is. Sorry to this man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's it, but I like it. <laughs> it's the Kiki Palmer looking oh. at, I think, like Dick yes. Cheney. <laughs> I don't know this. Oh, I think God. while while they are villains in this sort of music conversation more broadly, TikTok and Napster are in, in this yeah. case just not to blame, I don't right. think. I think Fair. they're like part of the evolution. Yeah. They oh, come, totally. They yeah. come later they on. They just come it's later. Yeah. No, totally. I don't think. I mean, I guess like capitalism is like you could just blame everything on that because so that's kind of like a lame one, yeah. you know. That's just yeah. like being like evil, yeah. you know, or like or but, like being bad. It's like, yeah. and I don't you know, think initially that when people were like making videos, I mean, I guess you could like if you really got down to it, it's like about like more visibility, which means more money and popularity. But like it seemed like it there's there was like it wasn't just them like singing the song on the soundstage. There was an artistic element to the videos, right? So there was yep. some form of artistry some to of the them. music video that was, I think, part of the impulse to transition. Yeah. To right. It wasn't media. just about making money. Yeah. Although right. someone certainly did make a lot of money. Yes. On TV. Yeah. yes. <laughs> and true. so I guess with that can go Reaganomics. Again, a thing I like to blame, but probably isn't <laughs> the blame for this thing. <laughs> you just made me think of, um, you know, when you were talking about artistry, have, have you guys actually seen the video of video killed the radio star? Yes. yes I, I watched it today. Oh, actually. Oh, geez. It's, it's like yeah. flashy and bizarro, right? It's yes. wild. And so lo-fi. Mm. So lo-fi. <laughs> right. But like the song is still very catchy. Like I was really still singing yes. along. Yes. And they it's a really good song. Didn't you in your research I, I read somewhere that they broke up like two years after the yeah, thing aired. Yeah. They broke up. It was kind of it a was short flash in the pan. And a real uh, one hit wonder, right? Or, or am I mistaken? Do they I have think a so. Hits? And I think so. From the video, it looks like there was the one guy who was really carrying the whole band. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> and then the <laughs> other guy in the piano in the back was just there for the ride Collecting and didn't look like he wanted to be sure, there. So, sure. <laughs> All right. Um, um, okay. So okay. there's five, six left. Do you want to read them? Yeah, we've got MTV. We've got Solid Gold. I think Solid Gold could... Well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, because then why not American Bandstand? That's right. a yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We have Thriller. We've got a need for globalization, which actually we shifted that, right? It was more... Yeah, like video made globalization possible, so the radio right. followed. So, we so were then I like... think we can take that off. Yeah. Probably. I, I mean, globalization so. was happening... Not uh, because... Yeah. Uh, people weren't trying yeah. to globalize through music videos. Right. No. That was just part of... That was like that was in the whole like diaspora of like it was happening. I don't think that was it was like the it. byproduct. Yes, yeah. yes, and it yes. was a, a result of the tech advancements that were yeah made exactly in the 80s. So we could pull so that into. Let that. me ask a question about the tech advancements. Okay, sure. Is was the 80s when people started to use digital cameras? Like part of the reason you could make music videos is that you had digital cameras versus just film cameras, which were too expensive. Right. Yes, actually, you're, so you're correct. I was going to that, that is up also on the board. a contributing factor. Yes, yeah. the, the tech dawn advancement of the, of the 80s. Video recorder here there you yeah. go uh, big time should have yeah 1975 yeah so yeah 80s were probably yep so I it was mean, just that's, that's also like a big piece of the total advancement equation. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. That, we would have rolled that into the tech advancement i think the digital camera specifically right i yeah. think we can roll the tech advancement into the vi well video recorder Oh, I didn't finish reading these. Uh, human connection through a visual medium is also still up on the board, and so is the rise of Generation X. Hmm. Where are you leaning? Now, now yeah. it's a tough board. Now. Yeah. I feel like we should leave Generation X alone. Like, they get enough. You know, yeah. like I'm, I'm like basically Gen X geriatric millennial, and yeah. I just feel like we suffer enough. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we've taken enough you, heat over the years. You were Give me victims a break. of what you consumed. Yeah, yeah. There was, like, you know, we didn't, we didn't have a lot of choices. And and, the, the, and if anything, it was the generation before that that was actually creating the the content that you were consuming. Mm -hmm. That it's then true. created very fair the very Gen fair. X model right you know so 
what, what's before Gen X? Is it boomers? Before Gen X? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. That's right. All right. So you're the like, there must be someone in between. Yeah. <laughs> 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 boomers have it all. <laughs> okay. Bo- let's. I'm looking. We at could you just boomers. blame the boomers. We do. That's another favorite of mine. It is. Yeah. It is. Throw one in. Yeah. Put them up real quick. Instead no. of yeah, no. at least instead of Gen X. Instead of Gen X, okay. it feels like that's the right. That's the right angle. Right. Yep. It's always the boomers. I think we can take them off. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for coming. Thanks for showing up. <laughs> Late entrant yeah. and easy exit. Exactly. So I feel like. I, we can't, I, I don't think we can blame, blame Thriller. Yes, I agree. I was just going to say that. No, in fact, now we know that Thriller helped combat racism. It's a mm-hmm. hero, not a, mm-hmm. not a victim, villain. <laughs> Indeed. This is hard. Okay. Because these three things all feel related. Like MTV, the tech advancements of the 80s, and human connection through a visual medium are all kind of like mm-hmm. simil- like sides yeah. of the same three-sided it's coin. true and, you know, was like that's not a thing sides of the same three-sided coin yeah, yeah. you like, know because coins no. are triangles yeah. yeah i couldn't i was like oh, well, one what of them is the, the thing edge. i'm grasping that for edge, right? oh, that's good clayton yeah, yeah. yeah. i'm at a ridged edge holding it all together yeah, yeah. thank you clayton for yes. trying to make my nonsensical <laughs> metaphor work Here's what I'm leaning towards. I think we send MTV to the alarmist jail and I think we slap uh I mean it's hard to blame it's hard people's to, yeah, technology connection. or connection, yeah. I feel yeah. like it's like that's not a bad thing to have like um you know a visual, human connection. Yeah, through yeah, like visual like stimuli. I don't think that's like inherently bad. But n- it's not bad, but it, what we're talking about isn't is also what we need to keep in mind is not necessarily a catastrophe in the sense sure. that thing, a terrible thing didn't happen. It's just what happened was this what like, influence. Oh, that's true, 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 true. Right. Yeah. So then if that's the case, then we slap the I think the visual medium. Our well, let, let me ask. Medium. Let me ask you this though: Would there be an MTV without the tech advancements of no. the eighties? No, no. Like, if you couldn't make all those videos on the cheap, do you still think the studios would be shelling out so much money to make expensive music no, videos? No, 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 no way. No. You're right. That's yeah. why you had cable television. That's yeah. why you had MTV. So what you're saying is, is that the tech advancement would go in jail, and MTV would be the second. Would be no, the I think, I think, no. I think MTV goes to jail for this one. Okay. Wow. And okay. the I tech mean, advancement gets a slap. Sure. I'm fine with, with that. that. Yeah. <laughs> I can live with that. I can live with that. <laughs> I mean, so much will happen to MTV as a result of this. So I just want to be careful. Yeah. You know, with the power that we've been given. Don't right. worry. We're all lawyered up. We have a huge team of attorneys that are on retainer. Here's the thing you can't watch music videos on MTV anymore. So if that's it's what true, you're it's using true. It for, then... they don't play them. That's what's no. bizarro. It's no. true. Honestly, that is what MTV should be in jail for. Yeah. You know, yeah. because it's like, I don't need to see the seven season or the 80th season of basketball wives i'm nope. good play me some music videos. yeah exactly yeah. all right i'm gonna call it okay. tech advancements of the 80s you're getting a big slap mtv you're going to the alarmist jail and we did it we figured out what we were blaming and then we blamed it there you go <laughs> <laughs> when there's nothing to blame just make it up make make up something to blame and mm-hmm. then blame it don't be afraid right? to ask the question yeah, that's a that's an important life philosophy. I agree with <laughs> Susie. Thank you so much for joining us today and uh, helping us get to the bottom of who killed the radio star. Thank you so much for having me. I feel like I le- really like learned a lot and I really thought about things in a more thoughtful way. It's like really been helpful for me personally. Mm, right. We're so happy to help. <laughs> go watch our favorite This is a self-help video. podcast now. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Go watch some music videos. <laughs> In the aftermath, the global music industry continues to grow and as of 2023 is a $26 billion industry. And a whopping 67% of music is consumed by way of streaming platforms. 
So we might have another hit song on our hands. Did streaming kill the video star? The Alarmist is now on Patreon. Subscribe and get ad-free content along with bonus episodes. Go to Patreon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue checkmark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Patreon.com slash The Alarmist, or check out the link in our show description. Visit our website, www.thealarmistpodcast.com. And follow us on Instagram, at The Alarmist Podcast, and on Twitter, at Alarmist The. You can also send us your thoughts via email to thealarmistpodcast at gmail.com. Today's episode was produced and engineered by Clayton Early, with editing by Molly Hockey, and fact-checking by Chris Smith. Thank you to our associate producer and researcher, Crystal Dinsberg. The Alarmist is executive produced by Rebecca Delgado-Smith. Tune in next week. We'll be discussing the Thanksgiving Day disaster. The Alarmist. Powered by ACAST.